You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Owned penis. Welcome to Pint of Football, the nation's drunkest football podcast, where much like a Brazilian teenage goalkeeper signing for Macclesfield FC, we'd ask that you don't question our career decisions. Once voted Bootle Wonder Kid of the Year in 1993, we're joined by Andy Baxter. Hello, good evening. I'm not from Bootle. And still trying to score, despite his advancing years, it's Tom Meadowcroft. I'm not attractive. I am your host, a 31-year-old failed Flambra Seconds right back, Daz Napton, and we're here once again for In The Mix. Wicky you are. Good to have you back, Tom. And before we Thank start you. with your non-league club, I must ask you, um, I believe you were over in Lebanon doing some scouting for their FA. How did that go? Long-time listeners to the podcast will be aware that I never listen to us back, so I have no idea what they've been saying I've been doing. Um, none of it's true, I assume. <laughs> so, so you're claiming you weren't out in Beirut picking up the latest hotshot? I I don't even know where the Lebanon is. <laughs> okay, fine. The... I'm not I'm not doing this bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but we also had you down as a fourth official in the third tier of Mexico. I mean, that that, that is true. That is true. Good. How was that? They uh, paid me in nachos. Did you have to tell it off many managers for overstepping the mark in the dugout? Yeah. Like you have um, the mark area, the technical area in, in England. Over there, you've got just a big sombrero. And if you get too yeah. close and your sombrero hits someone else, then True. yeah, that's when you've got to separate. Social distancing in Mexico during COVID was really easy because everyone's got the like sombrero circumference. Weirdly, one of the, one of the club's um, manager was actually a mule wearing a sombrero, of course. And um, he he did actually kick me at one point, so I had to take a week off for that. 
So it's well, been up and down. <laughs> You're back now, but that's I'm glad to be back in um, a nice, warm house, not getting kicked by a mule. And you've come back at the perfect time. You're going to finish off the trilogy, which has been the Bax versus Daz versus Tom ultimate non-league club challenge. The trilogy, more like. <laughs> and after Baxter kicked things off down in Lizard, you have to listen back to the episode if you haven't heard it already. We then went up to Durham for my instalment, which Tom heavily critiqued me on. I think I, I think I passed his challenge of the questions. And now we return for the final leg. And Tom, it must be said, you've had probably about two months now to perfect this model. We're expecting yes. big things. Which is why this is an absolutely flawless presentation with no no like kind of plot holes, which I believe will emerge victorious from you two's drivel. Right, come on then. So yeah, as I was saying, Tom has had almost an age. He's been traveling the world. He's got this perfect presentation of what the ideal non-league club is. So I think we're best off dive straight in. What is the location of your non-league club? Well, Darren, the location of my non-league club is uh, my ancestral home of Rushcliffe in Nottinghamshire. I tried to make a family tree once and the entire of my mum's side of the family are just farmers from Nottinghamshire for like 200 years. And yeah, so I, the only the only member of the clan still res, till, still resident there is my great auntie Kath, who's in her nineties. But it's very rural, not many not many large settlements. And so I I was basically just kind of looking around maps of places I knew, looking for a place where there wasn't like a, a step nine club. And mm-hmm. Rushcliffe seemed to fit the bill. It's in the south of Nottinghamshire. It's. Uh, below where Notts County and Notts Forest is. That's what I would call the furthest I'd be prepared to travel to watch a game on just like a normal Saturday. Yeah, I suppose like Nottinghamshire for you would be like, where's Slough Buckinghamshire for me? It's like it's about like, an hour and 10, hour and 15. It's anything over an hour these days is kind of like, oh, can I really be bothered? Unless it's a yeah. special occasion. Yeah, it's Before, be good. In our early days, where we were going, oh, should we go to Ireland for the day? <laughs> <laughs> That's not really on the table anymore. <laughs> okay, so I'm just having a look. Yeah, the Rushcliffe district, 111,000 people in that area. So yeah, exactly. And like, oh, there doesn't the seem to be doesn't seem to be a, a non-league club of any sort of size. Hmm, that's quite interesting. Just off the M1 as well. Mm-hmm. So. Is it near any sort of train station or anything? Be- bearing in mind this is entirely fictional, it could, it could easily be. <laughs> oh, what, you mean the one he's going to build? Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, I actually don't know. Um, let me just look this up. I feel like that's sure what we should do. Are you saying there isn't Rushcliffe Central or something? You know, it's a big sort of transport hub. Not that kind of place. <laughs> well, it must be near uh, Beasted Intergalactical or whatever oh, it was yeah. called. Do you want to tell people about Beeson Intergalactic? Yeah, that's it. the train station, or the tram stop, sorry, that me and Tom got off in Nottingham when we'd been to watch Notts County versus Bristol Rovers in the FA Cup. And 
because I really couldn't be bothered to go and park in the city centre, I parked at Beeston just because I've got a friend who lives there and I'd heard of it. And the train was like a pound from from oh, Beeston well. from Beeston into the town or city centre. rules. And that and that was a real good experience until we then realised there was no trains back to Beeston. Ah. And there's that slight moment of brick in it before we then saw loads of people running towards what looked like the train station, but it was actually the tram. Jumped on the tram and <laughs> we were sat these two like people who were either like druids or LARPers or something who were very, very, a couple, and they were very strange, and they were talking to us, and they were like, oh, Beast and Intergalactic! It wasn't called no, it wasn't actually called Beast and Intergalactic, no. Anyway. Um, unfortunately, there doesn't seem to be a train station near where I'm thinking of plonking my ground, so that's the first thing I didn't look at properly. Don't worry, you've got three chances uh, to mess it up, and that's only one. Oh, God. All right, fine. <laughs> Yeah, when I get the third thing wrong, just end the podcast abruptly. <laughs> forever. Yeah, forever. You're doing, you're doing us all a favour. <laughs> Question two. What league are you starting off in, in step five of the non-league system? Northern Counties East Football League. Yes. Uh, alongside the likes of... North Ferriby, Harrogate Railway Athletic, those sort of clubs. There weren't actually that many Nottinghamshire clubs in there, but it's um, alongside the lights of uh, Ghoul. Yes. Maltby Main, North Therby, Penis Tone Church. Toned Penis. Where's Penis Tone? Somewhere near Sheffield, I think. It's where you guys get the old um, Penis Toned. Good. (laughs) The specialist gym. Yeah, very, very niche, but yeah. Don't forget, don't never skip peen day. <laughs> but there's loads of um, there's loads of clubs called things like Armthorpe Welfare, Nostal yeah. Miners Welfare, Whole Country. Yeah. Well, I think that's acceptable, and I think because there's pretty much no money in that league, you'd probably have a good chance of romping it if you had a bit behind you. Well, this is what I'm thinking. I'm not. I'm thinking like um, this isn't going to be a team that are going to take the league by storm and you know get really flash like some non-league clubs do, get a bit yeah. money or whatever. They're a bit like Durham County. Mm. Like my ideal non-league club is one is one like Welton Rovers, where like they've been in the Western League for a million years. They've got everything they need, and they're just you know making the best of it. More like a place to go and just like hang out on a Saturday afternoon rather than try and get to the first round of the FA Cup or whatever. Mm. Fair enough. So next up then, club name. My great aunt lives in a village called Bunny. Really? Yeah. It's a tiny yours little... is called Lizard. Oh yeah, go <laughs> like Bunny. <laughs> you can't mock animal name clubs. My mum, um, when she was a school child, um, got in trouble one sort of one term because they had to write like a report on what they'd done during the summer. And she wrote, I went to go see my aunt and uncle in Bunny. And she got like held back after class and was like, and the teacher was like, oh, you're making a mockery of my assignment. There clearly isn't a place <laughs> called Bunny. And like my grandma had to go in and say like, no, there is. Wow. 
get to take the teachers there and show them the, the, the road sign that takes you into the village. And um, the, the next sort of place of any size is called Gotham. Oh, yes. I've got a picture of myself and my two great aunts. I'm stood underneath the Gotham sign, which I should have dug out for this. I thought I'd put it on Twitter another time. Oh, was one of you dressed as the penguin, please? No, but Auntie Kath kind of looks like the penguin anyway. <laughs> it's all right. She'll never hear this. No. Um, annoyingly, like my, while I was writing this, my mum came in and said, um, it's actually pronounced Gotham. Oh, which does, that's not the same, is it? But I'm going to pretend it's Gotham because it's spelt the same as uh, the fictional Batman City. So the name is uh, Gotham and Bunny Wanderers. Nickname is the Bunny Men. Yeah, good as well. What's wrong, guys? Oh, God. Gotham and Bunny Wanderers. Yep. <sighs> oh, the Bunny Men. The bunny man isn't bad, actually. I'm, I'm accepting of that. It is a long name, which is probably the only thing. Like, Weston the other day played Brins, got Brinsthorpe and Thrupp or some shit. Brins come and Thrupp. That's it. And I, I, I disapprove of that. I like a cumbersome name where it's like two random villages that have been mashed together. I mean, uh, Thrupp haven't, is pretty haven't random. Having a Waterlooville. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's probably my favourite one, actually, having a Waterlooville. Until until now, obviously. Yeah, now this, obviously. This, is this, this beast has come along. Yeah. This beast and intergalactic of a club. <laughs> Seamless. The next question is the club colours. Okay, so if anyone's seen the county flag of Nottinghamshire, it's red and green with a crest of Robin Hood firing a longbow. So I'm going to go bright green shirt, red shorts, and a crest that depicts Robin Hood with rabbit ears silhouetted in the bat signal. Yeah, I can picture that, actually. I've just looked it up now to see this sort of depiction, the sort of silhouetted um, form of Robin Hood, and I think that could easily accommodate some Batman slash bunny accoutrements um, just to try and improve it. I think it would work, because it it's quite shadowy, like Batman you know, and I maybe rabbits. That's a bit of a stretch. I don't know, but I like it. I think it'd work. No, no, you're missing a big trick there. What is the sidekick of Batman called? Robin. There you go. That's your answer. Loads of clubs are called the Robins. You can't have that. Yeah, but not actual Robin. And the fact you've put them in red and green, which is the same colours Robin wears. Yeah, he's right. He's right. Yeah, but. Robin's lame. Robin does not fuck. <laughs> it's a theme of this podcast, isn't it? <laughs> That's a matter of personal taste. There's no Robin in any of the good Batman films. There's no Robin in the Arkham City games. Because he's shit. In whichever the really shit one was, the Joel Schumacher one with Jim Carrey in it. He's given like a whole backstory and everything. His like family were traveling acrobats and everyone died apart from him. They weren't very accident. good acrobats then, were they? Well, I true. remember that. They were from Nottinghamshire, weren't they? Presumably. <laughs> 100% of people from Nottinghamshire have died. So. Is <laughs> it <Or> acrobats? <laughs> right. Give us the description of your beloved home ground. So, I have thought a lot about this. Uh, 
There's a tremendous amount of farmland around Bunny, so I guess we just go around asking nicely. Preferably close to the Radcliffe Arms, which is the the pub in the village. And my perfect now non-league ground would incorporate uh, features of my other favourite non-league grounds. So what I want is a weird elevated ski lodge club bar like they have at Redditch or Chippenham. Mm. And I also want one corner of the ground to be really elevated um, with a nice plank to rest your beer on so you can get a really good view like at Bristol Manor Farm. Might make it hard to take corners though if it's that elevated. No, not the pitch. Although Manor Farm does have a really sloped pitch. I mean, that'd probably just, that'd probably just be a given. Well, then, I think I think the surrounding farmers may like mow the grass and stuff for you. They wouldn't just say, "Yeah, crack on, just try not and trip over the cabbages." Just stick the stick the cows on there every other week yeah, exactly. when the, when the team are away. Then I want a massive fuck off terrace down the side that reeks of age, like at Bath City. Um, obviously, this will be newly built because it's a new club, so we'll have to hire twenty stout men to drink beer and piss on it for a week. Oh, or I wonder if I wonder if there's any old stadiums. Like, didn't you go to one in? Was it Northampton or somewhere? Oh, that was um, that was. Is it Park? Rushton and Diamonds. Yeah, it's not there anymore. Um, unfortunately, there must be a few knocking about. But there. at least, at least, at least, we're coming up with um, feasible ideas. Just ask Clifton Villa if you can have the dilapidated stand which doesn't cut it at Champions League level and <laughs> say, so, hang on a minute, I know where this might fit in. Have you ever heard of a place called Nottinghamshire? And then finally, behind one of the goals, I want a hill that's just really overgrown and the away fans uh, can gravitate towards that. And also a weird diagonally facing seated stand for the old folks like they have at Thornbury Town because it's just really weird. Yeah, it was weird. And also, it wasn't... they've only got one seated stand and it's like in the corner on a diagonal facing oh, a corner flag. I, I don't, there's, yeah. there's, no, there's nothing else, there's nothing like to stop them from putting anywhere else. So it's a very strange decision, but whatever. And, and do you know what the other weird thing about that is? Wherever you sit, you can't really see past the floodlight. Yeah. <laughs> In front of this is this massive floodlight. And I remember when we went, I was sort of like leaning, leaning around the whole time. Ah, uh, she'll be all right. Well, it's here now. Can't move. <laughs> yeah, so that's my ground. Yeah, I'd say that's passable. Let's move on then. Description of kits. I've done that. It was um, furry black rabbit kits, wasn't it? Yes, exactly. Was that just for the goalkeeper? Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we can have the goalkeeper in all black, like Batman, with a mask. He's got a bat signal, which he turns on and fires at the striker when they get one-on-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's always, like, swinging on a rope. So someone has a shot, he's not even in the goal. He just (laughs) swoops in and collects it. For fuck's sake, Nigel, what are you doing? I'm Batman. (laughs) <laughs> what's those um, is it a batarang the little spiky things he fries I like to think he has one of those as soon as they get anywhere near he just pops the ball with that won the ball <laughs> I wonder if that's in the rules that you can't use Batman created 
weaponry in goal. One of the, I, I do actually want to like sit down and read the rules of football just so I start making a tip myself. I wonder like if they have specified anywhere no weapons. I don't know about you, Bex, but when I used to play, they used to always check underneath your football boots to make sure you didn't have like sharp blades and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I've never really known what they were checking for, other than just to see that your boots are in good order. But I suppose it is that you've you've got ones that could injure people. Yeah, that is right, and that is still a <clears throat> still a thing. But no, sorry, carry on. That's fine. <laughs> you just cut yourself off there. Going to talk That's... about his stabbing days back in the Bootle Sunday League. Yeah, yeah. The Bootle Brawlers. It, the kind of teams that you know, if someone had like fun, like um, fancy coloured boots on, they were either really good or a bit of a prick, and either way, they'd end up getting kicked. <laughs> I think my boots were always like the cheapest possible ones, just because when you're in defence, really doesn't matter, does it? No, and if you wear like a flash coloured boots, then you just look like. Yeah, you're asking for it. Really, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right then, let's move on. Just to... before we just oh, before God. we go past um, silly kits, I was reminded earlier today about the Colorado Caribous in 1978. You know, I'm sure you're all familiar, but just to remind the listeners, this must have been a sort of relatively early foray into North American football kits. And sorry, I've just googled it. And they've kind of gone for a cowboy outfit vibe. <laughs> Fuck me pink, that's awful. Nice. It looks like an old lady's curtain. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. Oh my God, have you seen the club's badge? <laughs> it's written like it's a saloon. It is like the, the, like the Cheers logo, isn't it, or something? Uh, it, it looks like the symbol of a right-wing society in America. Oh dear. Daz, have you got the picture with the tassels? <laughs> That's not a ridiculous a statement as it sounds. Do you yes. know of any other football kits that have featured tassels throughout history? Please do email them. Yeah, mm-hmm. indeed. Get in touch. I mean, because as far as we're aware, this is possibly the only time it's happened and probably with good reason. They only um, had one season. Tassel. They played in the Mile High Stadium in uh, color in Denver, Colorado, and that has a capacity of seventy six thousand. Their average attendance for their one season was seven thousand four hundred and eighteen. Oh, wow. I mean, that's 
still a good effort, I suppose. I mean, I don't know how many replicas of those kits were sold, but, you know, it's a bit of a gimmick, isn't it? I'm sure if they released it now, they'd sell well just because it's... Colorado Rapids um, said they were going to use that kit as a April Fool's joke one year. Pretty fun. I like it. Let's continue. Main shirt sponsor. Um, main shirt sponsor. If at all possible, I'd like to get DC Comics to sponsor us in the same way that Domino's Pizza bothered to sponsor Stone Domino's. If you can really lean into the sort of Gotham Batman angle, then yeah, it'd be great. If Domino's did Stone Domino's as well, then that's that's lovely. I feel like they just did that for the lols because, like, it's not you're not no one actually went to Stone Domino's games, mm. yeah. so it's not like you're advertising really. You just have on. I feel like um, you know. DC could post it on their social media and it wouldn't cost them that much and it'd be some good clickbait. Um, but if not, it's going to have to be the Rushcliffe Arms or uh, Cheeky Monkeys Tree Services, which were the only two businesses I could find in Bunny. I'm sure you're not surprised by this, but somebody has already created a Batman-themed football kit, which is sponsored by Wayne Industries. Good. So, yeah. The, yeah. The, it, I suppose it, this would We're be, cool. yeah, this would be like football nerdishness rather than comic book nerdishness. It just so happens to feature comic books as well. Pure coincidence. It'd be the equivalent if if there was a DC comic book that featured a game of football. That's how coincidental it is, right? Yes. Fine. Moving on. Description of Clubhouse, which obviously I'm guessing is going to just be the Bat Cave. <laughs> Yeah. Um, just a bunch of ragged sofas donated from the houses of deceased fans' relatives, really. Um, <laughs> one TV that would have been considered pretty big in the year 2000, showing snooker highlights from the 1970s. Uh, football table, pool table that's really lumpy, so it has really weird physics. Uh, one pump with carling and one with screech owl, which is a 5.5% local ale. And everyone stares at you when you come in. Well, yeah, that's a given. It's not on league. <laughs> so, Baxter, just remind me, didn't your clubhouse have a funeral parlour in it? I wonder it was, if there could be some it, sort of partnership deal here with these ciphers Tom's looking to acquire. It was a funeral parlour. It didn't have a funeral parlour in it. That's sort of doing it a disservice, really. Um I'm not sure in what way the sofas could be related. What do you mean? Clear the house, take the sofas, and bring the other the bodies to our place. Yeah, see what I mean. There you go. It's a done deal. They're going to die in Lizard, and then the sofas are going to travel up to Bunny. Well, a minute ago, we were bringing a whole stand from Cliftonville, so I'm sure you can bring a few <laughs> sofas up in the back of a van. Yeah. What are you offering in terms of food and drink? I know you've already mentioned the Carlin, but all right. So I've covered I've covered drinks. Carlin's Screech Owl. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't eat meat anymore, but when I was younger, there's a really good local sausage you can get called, uh, and they're called bird sausages. They're really thin, but they're really like flavoursome and a bit peppery. Mm. Oh so yeah, get some hot dogs on the go, a bit of mustard. If you do not partake of the flesh, you can have a Stickleton cheese and potato pie, Stickleton being a local cheese. It's a type of blue Stilton made in the village of Cockney on the edge of Sherwood Forest. Okay. And for dessert, you can have some Bramley apple pie. Dessert? Nottingham as fuck. Dessert at a football game. Dessert? 
Christ. Isn't dessert just an eighth beer? Dessert's a cider. I'm still trying to think of Batman food buns, but I'm struggling. Hmm. Again, us thinking is not really a good audio feature. Don't worry, I'll leave it in. <laughs> moose Wayne? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you serving moose burgers? Oh, I thought moose like chocolate moose Wayne. That's why I, that's uh, why I meant. <clears throat> Otherwise, it'd be silly, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I just can't get past the name penguin which obviously in itself could be instead of like hog roast <laughs> penguin roast but it <laughs> might, you might get some dodgy looks doing that. I guarantee there's been an arctic explorer that's had a roast penguin mm. I mean does the, yeah. like penguin, does penguin chocolate bars of course oh yeah could serve them it's quite subtle really in the grand scheme of things isn't it by the way we also said penguins but get it fine <laughs> whatever <laughs> you know you know like, like the minor character out of batman oh yeah good one right unless unless baxter's got any more batman food puns i was but, trying to work the joker into something but it's it's hard the yoker some sort of egg meal <laughs> <laughs> some sort of egg meal <laughs> Penguin omelets. Right. This, is, um, this is really careening out of control. Can we carry on? Yeah, let's carry on. And we're, <laughs> on to the la- we're on to the last question. Possibly the hardest question, I would say, because there's so much scope into how, into what, what the line is between realistic and not a big sign-in. Obviously, Baxter went way overboard and has, like, so far overboard that, it pretty much threw him out of contention for the competition, I think. Mm, it got silly, didn't it? I mean, mine was obviously quite realistic up until recently when Wayne Rooney got signed up by DC United. Same abbreviation, by the way, but we weren't, we weren't talking about that because we don't want to steal Tom's limelight. So we're going to ask him to name what I presume is going to be some obscure Bristol Rovers player. You'd be wrong. Um I've put it's probably on the more unrealistic side of the spectrum. To be fair, I've put down Alan Smith, who oh, yeah. um, is the Champions League semi-finalist with Leeds United, that finished his career with Notts County and mm-hmm. made over a hundred appearances for them. Unfortunately, he's working as a youth coach in Florida, <laughs> but I'm sure we can tempt him back to the Nottinghamshire countryside. He's only 41, so he could be a player manager. That's what I was going to ask. I thought he was going to be older than that. So when he hears funny, you're interested, and yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he can be he can be like the main manager and do, and do a bit of playing mm. instead of being a youth coach. Orlando's shit compared to Bunny. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to take in there. I'm you're not going to get not... eaten by a crocodile in Bunny, are you? I mean that that's definitely a plus for the whole thing is that there are no crocodiles. And that's probably as nice as I'm going to be at this point. So I don't want to, I don't want to flatter the competition too much. I think that's foolproof. I think it's going to be a great little club that's never going to go anywhere. I mean, there's definitely sort of scope for it from what you said. You did do your research, and the sort of there is room there that it could sustain another club. So I think it, is, it could well be a goer. And those sausages sound nice. The local pub sounds mm. nice. If you are in uh, Nottingham, definitely get some bird sausages. Yeah. Bird? B-I-R-D? Bird, yeah. 
And they're made out of pork, presumably. Penguins. They're not made of birds, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> well, why are they called bird sausages, then? Because the guy's... The, the person that makes it last name is Bird, presumably. <laughs> are you satisfied? I am satisfied enough that I will continue to the end of the pod, edit the pod, and release the pod. And I think that's... Oh, fantastic. That's probably... Not all wasted as, our time. Yeah, exactly. That's probably as good as we can say, really. But let's let the adoring fans judge who has the best non-league club. Was it Baxter with his lizard effort down in the southwest with its funeral parlour? My arancini and my column of chairs, you know, go on, don't sell me short. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it built on the beach with a, with a speed bike knocking about as well? Yeah, it was on the this, there was like a this a seawall and they they could have a boat that come up to retrieve the ball and stuff like the little mini car that brings the ball that we all love so much. Um, but a boat, yeah. Or was it mine in the heart of Durham, the industrial powerhouse residing within the castle walls? Legend Wayne Rooney manning the team. And some amazing sausage rolls and fish and chips for your food. Their powerhouse is no match for our glower house. <laughs> or was it Tom? Which, again, you've just heard the pod, so I'm not going to re- recap it because you just heard it. If you can't remember it, then there's every bite. Wind it back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Get your right. pencil and stick it in the hole on the podcast and put it back to the start. Yes, that's one for the kids, isn't it? That's how we should be releasing it, really. Step Are you going to remind people stall. how people can, can get in touch and, and offer their comments and thoughts and their own ideas for non-league clubs? Yeah, If yeah, you would course. like to contact us on the internet, please tweet us at, at POF underscore reviews at twitter.com backslash brutal. <laughs> and what is our email address, Daz? Kind of football. 2015 at gmail.com. Oh, gmail.com. Find the football 2015 at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and Bebo and MySpace and um, Tinder. Purevolume.com. All the big websites. And yeah, if you want one of those cassettes, if you write to us at PO Box <laughs> 286. Western Supermare. Yeah. Baxter's house. It'll make it. Don't worry. And put um put nine pounds ninety-nine P in the envelope and you may get a take back. And also Maybe. Yeah. I, I think that that's probably all the ways you can actually get to us at the minute. You know, it's, it's quite we're quite reachable really, aren't we? Very approachable, some would say. <laughs> Please reach us. Almost too approachable. Will people stop approaching us? (laughs) So, we've got a new feature to end on, which is a Baxter machine. It's it's not, but I'm I'm lovingly ripping it off um, from other more successful football podcasts. So I just thought it was something different after um, our our, Are You Smarter Than a Groundhopper series. Yeah, that was hard. Expo- yeah, exposed our lack of football knowledge. Um, 
we're going to do a little game where we can just for fun, with no prizes or anything, just to see how good we are at naming clubs of sort of well-known or not players. So I thought you can play along at home. Um, it's really hard to explain, but it's really simple once you get into it. So you're just going to have to trust me for a minute, okay? Is it Jermaine Defoe? It's not Jermaine Defoe. No, I'm going to tell you the name of the player. You got, a, and then I'm going to tell you how many Is it clubs. Blissett? No, I did consider Blissett. I'm going, <laughs> and then, and then I'm going to tell you how many clubs they played for, and you've got to say without naming them how many you can name. And then the other oh, person, okay. it's on the other person whether they can go for more or put you in and make you name them. Does that make sense? We'll give it a go. Okay. Anyway. The, first one's, the first one's only a friendly, so let's just go with it. Let me just count them up because I've instantly forgotten how many no teams they've played for. Is one of them Bootle? <laughs> this, <laughs> is, this is former England's goalkeeper, David James. And oh, David, blimey. David James has played for 10 professional clubs Right, I'm going to have to get a sticky note here. You can get Wait, a sticky I thought you were just about to say, I'm just going to have to get Wikipedia up here. <laughs> God. So while, while Tom gets his gets himself all sticky, Daz, do you want to guess first? Do you, how many clubs, <laughs> how many of the 10 David James's former clubs can you name? Uh, Baxter, what happens if we get one wrong? I don't know. Are you out? Do you lose? I don't, I don't yeah, know. you instantly lose. because you, you so. You've put your balls yeah. on the table for like five. Yeah. I'll chop them off if you get one wrong. Exactly. So Daz would get the point in that. In that. No, no. no my... I would get to chop off one of his balls. <laughs> is, is the okay? Fine. Cool. <laughs> Daz, uh, I need a number four. Tom, do you uh, fancy five or more? Five. Daz, are you going to make him do his five, or are you going to bid six? You can do it. Go on, right. Tom. Portsmouth. Yes, correct. Bristol City. That's two. QPR. No, afraid <laughs> not. Dallas, do you want to add any? Do you want me to give you the answers? So my four were going to be West Ham, Man City, Liverpool, and Portsmouth. That you'd have you'd but have been all right with four. There's no way any one of any of us would have got his last club. Wasn't it in Iceland? Corella Blasters, like the third tier or something. Corella Blasters. Corella Brass Blasters is right. You are you are referring, of course, to, and I did listen to the pronunciation of this, and now I can't remember it. It's something like <laughs> Vesmania or something, and he made seventeen appearances for them in Iceland. For the record, he also played for Watford, Villa, um, and Bournemouth. So that's your yeah. ten. I don't remember for them really. So Tom, because you won't no, because you went what? Daz, because you went first on that, <laughs> fucking hell, Tom. I'm going to go to you yeah. first this time. Our next oh, player, on. okay. Yeah, we've got three just in case it was a draw, but it's not going to be. Our next player is famous former England forward Emil Heskey. Oh, okay, right. <clears throat> and we've got one, two, three, four. We've got seven clubs for Emil Heskey. So, Tom, give me a sec. Okay. Just googling it again. I'm not yeah, googling absolutely. it. I, I, I know who Emil Heskey has played for, trust me. Just need a second to actually think. No, no, it's, it, this is allowed. This is fine. You're allowed to have a think. Is Daz saying a number first, or am I? Uh, I think Daz said four last time, so maybe you go first. Five. Wow. That's a high bid. Daz, do you think you can do six or seven? Or are you going to make Tom do his five? 
I'm fuming because I want to go for the whole seven, but I can only think of six of them. Is, is that your bid? Yeah. Tom, are you going to do the seven or are you going to make Daz do six? <laughs> um, I can't think. Go on, do the six, Daz. Oh, I'm dying for the seventh. <laughs> To be honest, right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have got seven. No way. Fine, I'll go for the six. I know, which is Leicester City, yeah, Liverpool, yeah, Birmingham City, yeah, correct, Aston Villa, Four. Wigan Athletic, five, seven. I've gone for seven. Newcastle United Jets and Bolton Wanderers. I'm not sure that's in the rules, but they're all right. So yeah. That's fine. You can have that. How did I not remember Bolton? I watched his last you ever match. Last ever match. <laughs> I completely forgot about Birmingham City and Wigan. The rest of them were fine. Well done, lads. So that's that's 2-0 to Daz, I'm afraid, Tom. So, uh, oh, good yeah, game. that's kind Enjoyed of it. That. Good game, though. Yeah, I'm happy it went down well. And speaking of going down well... we Baxter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made my next-door neighbour an offer. For a go on a new stair lift. I hope she takes me up on it. Da, 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 da. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.